Guys, you're listening to Something New, a musical theater podcast. I am your host, Joel V. New. And with me today is a very special guest, uh, my friend Tessa Raiden uh, from the Dramatist Guild Foundation. How are you, Tessa? I'm doing great. Thanks, Joel. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you for asking. Um, I have, I've asked Tessa to join me today because, as uh, my dear faithful listeners will know, uh, we are... I am producing a series finale concert at the Duplex uh, this coming Saturday, and, um, and a portion of ticket sales is going to support the Drama the Guild Foundation, which has supported me uh, for a couple of years, and um, I think it's important to give back um, whenever and however you can. So Tessa, why don't you tell my listeners like what, um, so a little bit about what the foundation is um, and what and what your what your role is. Sure. So for over 55 years, the Dramatist Guild Foundation, formerly the Dramatist Guild Fund, has been protecting the future of American theater by nurturing writers who create American theater. Um, We've helped countless individuals with aid and educational opportunities, and we've supported hundreds of nonprofit theaters across the country that produce new work and are in excellent observance of uh, writer contracts and treatment um, in terms of the productions that they put up. Um, I am the program manager here at DGS, um, so it's my job to ensure that our activities continue to serve our mission to support the writers that create the stories we know and love. Excellent. And one of my favorite initiatives that, uh, that you oversee is the Music Hall. Yes, the Music Hall is definitely um, very close to all of our hearts. When we moved our offices to 40th Street and 9th Avenue, one of our board members, Carol Hall, who wrote Vestal Whorehouse in Texas, said that she wanted to give writers something that she knew they really needed, and that that she identified as a free space in Manhattan. Um, In all of my research, I've not seen a comparable space or offering, and the Music Hall is a free space for any writer of theater or musical theater to create, develop, and present new work. The space operates during business hours, evenings, weekends, um, by the grace of the beautiful volunteer base that supports the room, most of whom are writers who use the space to benefit from this program and want to make sure that it's available um, in terms of scheduling when they know many writers need it most, which is, of course, evenings and weekends. Um, So we've got folks coming in and out all day, every day. We see all kinds of wonderful work in here. Um, We always love having you in this space, of course, Joel. Um, But it's been a really fantastic gift and given us the opportunity to interact one-on-one with the individuals that our organization exists to support, which is really wonderful. Yeah, it is a gorgeous space. Uh, My listeners and my viewers uh, may recall that my concert, my season finale concert last season was in the music hall, and we actually did a live stream. So uh, my listeners have actually gotten a chance to see the space and how beautiful it is and um, and every I've, I've interviewed quite a few people in that room including like Michael Arden and everyone who came in with me was like this is a beautiful space and I'm like I know it's free it's completely free of charge and available to anybody who writes for the theater so if you or a friend know um, 
if you or a friend write plays or musicals, please don't hesitate to hop on our website and take reservations up to eight weeks out, and we'd be more than happy to, to have you in the room. Absolutely. And so it's, it's not all, is, is it only available to Dramatist Guild members or writers across the board? All of our programs are available to writers across the board, regardless of affiliations or memberships. Um, we do work very Amazing. closely with the Dramatist Guild of America, um, but because we are legally a 501 nonprofit charity, we can't limit our offerings to their membership base. So while we do work very closely with the Guild, none of our programs or services are limited to Guild members. They are available to anybody who writes for the stage. I didn't even know that. That's amazing. <laughs> there you go. Are, are you still like a branch of the Dramatist Guild of America? You're uh, affiliated somehow, right? That's correct. We're, um, there are a couple of organizations who sort of exist as and, um, in a family together. And the way I like to explain it to writers in particular is this is sort of like a, a three-pronged approach to making sure that you as a writer have everything that you need. So the Dramatist Guild of America, which I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with, is a membership organization that will help you negotiate contracts and review legal paperwork with you. Um, they're really a great resource when your work is being produced and you're navigating that process. Um, there's an additional organization called the DLDF, the Dramatist Legal Defense Fund, and they will come to your aid if you ever find yourself in court and fighting any sort of battles pertaining to free speech or if there are theaters um, producing your work in a way that, that you find unacceptable or not in keeping with your artistic goals of the piece. DGS exists to support the life of the writer. So our offerings are all... Um, aid, financial assistance, educational resources. So really our goal is to fulfill the life of the writer, get them back to doing what they do best when they've fallen on hard times, and making sure that they have the resources to do the work um, that they set out to do. So between these three organizations, it's sort of a um, all hands on deck to make sure that playwrights, composers, lyricists, and librettists have all the resources they could need to be successful. As a, as a nonprofit, like you know, you guys depend on, I assume, grants and the generosity of patrons. And um, how do you how do you function? And how you know? I, I hope I hope my concert sells out, and I can give you like as as much money as I can. But I'm so I'm just kind of curious how how we can help, um, how we can help you help us. Well, that's, I that so way. appreciate you, Joel, and it's really wonderful to see the individuals who have benefited from our resources when they find themselves in a position to give, turning around and giving back to the programs that have supported them throughout the years. It's really very moving and very much in keeping with the spirit of community that DGS is all about. Um, the majority of our income is contributed income, so we do have some incredible donors and individuals that they just they care very much about our mission and the work that DGS does. Um, most of whom understand clearly that if no one writes new stories, then we have no stories to tell. We must support the individuals who are creating the stories that we're going to love next week, next year. Um, 
individuals like Hasek and Paul came out of our fellows program. Kristen Anderson Lopez. When you donate to DGS, you really are um, giving directly to resources that will help cultivate the future of American theater. Um, we have a huge gala every year. It's our biggest fundraising event of the year. This year it's going to be on November 6th. So I would encourage listeners to learn a little bit more about that. And again, we just have a really phenomenal donor base and incredible group of supporters who believe strongly in what we do and why we exist. You guys recently changed your name from the funds to the foundation, which are, pretty, I don't know, from the outside are pretty synonymous. What, um, what, what caused that change and why? Well, that's a really great question. Um, we actually underwent a huge brand audit, which is not a process I, I had been familiar with prior to our doing it, where essentially you, re you reach out to all of your constituents and you ask them questions about your brand, how easily recognizable they find you. Um, and we found that, that, of course, a lot of folks were confusing us with the Guild, but more than that, we found right. that the word that most people were associating our offerings with was foundation. So the general census was foundation is significantly more representative of the type of work that we were doing. Um, you know, you think of a fund, maybe you think of a piggy bank, um, whereas a foundation has programs and offerings and services that exist to help people. So in keeping with the family, the DG, DLDS, DGF family, we kept Dramatist Guild and added foundation, not, dis not dissimilar from ASCAP and the ASCAP Foundation. And there are a number of arts organizations that have similar um, sister or brother organizations that they work very closely with. Um, but it just felt like the right move, and it was time to really jazz up the logo a little bit, bring the organization into the 21st century. Yeah, I love century. the new logo. Thank you. Yeah, we've got a whole new look, and we, we definitely think this will help individuals um, separate in their minds, the services that we offer versus the services that the Guild offers um, because both are so crucial and we want folks to know where to go for what they need. So now people will know right. who we are and what we do, but we're still part of the family and we're representing ourselves in a way that is significantly more indicative of what we actually do. And to get a little word nerd on you, um, you know, like the, there's, the second, there's the second meaning of foundation, which is like the foundation of a building like you are I think what you guys do is like you, you're also you're giving writers like me a home and a sound like a home base like a foundation where we are out there so, so we can go out and like do the things that um, that we're supposed to be doing that's really nice to hear Joel I know that I know that the, that's the hope internally I know that's a conversation that our team has definitely had that not only are we a foundation but, but we hope be, to be providing a foundation for people like you. Mm -hmm. And so to know that you really do feel at home here at EGF, to know that you feel part of this community, particularly when, um, you know, writing can be um, often isolating profession. You know, you do tend to spend a lot of time alone when you're writing. And if we can create a sense of community where writers can come together, feel like they have a space and feel that sense of support that we're trying to provide, then that's really what it's all about. Amen. I think that's a, a good closing statement. Amen. <laughs> well, Tessa, it was such a pleasure getting to talk to you um, a little bit longer than our usual passing by. 
And yes. um, I'm so congratulations. Congratulations on the foundation and um and thank you for all of your support over the years and I I I plan to continue to use and abuse the foundation. Um <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for uh, best of luck um on the 30th and cannot wait to see where you go next. I know we're all really excited about your work and we'll look forward to seeing you back in the music hall soon. Thank you. I uh, uh, same here. Have a good day. You too. I'll talk to you soon. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Theatrical media.